Well, hi there, podcast listeners. This is meteorologist Andrew DiPaolo, joined by Chief Meteorologist Eric Wilhelm. All this week in Ohio is Severe Weather Awareness Week. We've been talking all things, getting you ready, getting you prepared for severe weather. And of course, severe weather comes in all forms. The subject of today's podcast, we are talking about flooding. And Eric, there's obviously a big risk when it comes to flooding. First thing we need to know is when there is a watch or warning concerning flooding, there are different kinds of floods, aerial floods, flash floods. What's the difference? Just the basics, first of all, between a watch and a warning, kind of the same idea as a tornado watch and a tornado warning and a severe thunderstorm watch. And a severe thunderstorm warning, a watch means conditions are favorable for some sort of a flooding event to occur. A warning means it's either occurring now or it's imminent. Um, and then you can break it down even farther with, with, with flooding as far as the type of warnings, whether it be an aerial flood warning, a flash flood warning. Uh, a flash flood warning typically has to do with the kind of flooding we've seen in Boardman a few times in recent years, unfortunately. It's where you have sudden flooding occurring. It's usually with a thunderstorm that that occurs. Aerial flooding has more to do with a broader area. A lot of times it covers river basins, and that tends to be the kind of flooding that occurs over many hours, even a couple of days of worth of heavy rain rather than a heavy thunderstorm that just brings uh, a couple of inches in just a couple of hours. Yeah. And, you know, over the recent years, we've seen those flash floods, like you mentioned, in Boardman. And we also see from time to time during the summer months, uh, you know, when we have a, a thunderstorm that drops high amounts of rain, uh, areas, uh, different roadways that see high water. And oftentimes when people see that high water, they think, oh, this is no problem. I can get through it with my car. But water is very powerful. It doesn't take that much water to carry away anything from a small vehicle to a truck. Yeah, especially if the water is moving. Uh, moving water is very, very powerful. And as you mentioned, even a, even a truck, a large vehicle can be carried away by an inch or two worth of moving water. And we see moving water, of course, a lot of times in flash flooding situations where you have all of a sudden roadways that turn into almost rivers. And we see it every single time. We, we tell people not to drive through flooded roadways. You don't know how deep the water is. If the water's moving, it can carry your vehicle away. But we see it over and over again. People still try to drive through and their vehicle gets caught up in the, in the water and they have to be rescued. It's something that unfortunately, even though we message this really hard every spring and summer and in advance of, of any potential flooding, it's something unfortunately we still manage to see. Yeah. And you know, you might think tornadoes, hurricanes, maybe lightning top the list of weather-based fatalities, but flooding is actually in the top two. It has been over the last 10 years, and it has been in over the last 30 years as well. Last year uh, was 106 fatalities, 146 in 2021, and just goes to show you how powerful flooding has been. We've seen flooding in this area. Let's talk about locally, the uptick in flooding. You and I uh, were out in the studio for an hour-long segment a couple of years ago because we've seen this uptick in this flash flooding in the Boardman area. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that and maybe the link to climate change and why we might see more in the future. Yeah, you know, just like with every other weather event, it's hard to say with direct with direct certainty that 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 weather event was caused by climate change and you can say that about a hurricane you can say that about a bad tornado outbreak and around here i would say that the number one 
uh, impact climate change is having on our area and will continue to have on our area. It's not really temperatures, it's the precipitation, the increase in precipitation, uh, both during the winter season and the summer season. And of course, flooding is, is more common in the summer season. And, you know, I suspect some of the recent flooding events we've had in the last several years, especially unfortunately focused around the 224 corridor around Boardman, some of that's just random chance. Some of it is probably an impact of the changing climate. A warmer climate can hold more moisture. And if the atmosphere is holding more moisture, then any kind of routine weather event has a higher potential of turning severe. The analogy I always use when I talk about climate change is that if you're a baseball fan, remember the 90s, all the home runs were getting hit out of the ballparks. Um, it turns out a lot of those guys were on steroids. Um, now, some of those home runs would have happened anyway if they weren't on steroids. But the fact that they were on steroids meant that any given at bat had a higher chance of resulting in a home run. And that's kind of the same uh, can be said for the atmosphere right now. Any individual weather event has a higher chance of becoming extreme because the uh, the Earth's atmosphere is changing. Right, absolutely. It's just unfortunate we've seen it in that Bourbon area, you know, uh, two, three times in a row, and the damage that it's done not only to businesses but to homes in that area. Uh, speaking of that, uh, the ABC Water District, uh, Bourbon Township, has done a lot in the way of preparing for future flash flooding. They actually are beginning a storm water retention project today that is surrounded around the uh, Market Street Elementary School area. Sydney Canty was live on our noon broadcast. She'll have much more on their plans, what they plan on doing in the coming years to combat flash flooding, combat the damage to those homes and businesses around the Bourbon Township area. She'll have that report tonight on 21 News at 6. And you can, of course, uh, see her full report on uh, our 21 News app and WFMJ.com. We've been talking about severe weather all week long. We've got a couple more days to go. Tornado uh, drill was today. And of course, we're going to be posting much more on our social media channels throughout the rest of the week. Eric, Tell us where we can find you on social media. On uh, Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, if you just uh, search for Eric WFMJ, all one word, you'll find me on all those social media outlets. And especially as we get into a more active time of the year, you know, the weather's actually been pretty quiet in recent months. We're going to get into a more active time of the year, spring and summer. Make sure you download the Storm Tracker 21 app. Make sure you have push alerts turned on. You can customize those alerts. Uh, you can get certain alerts and not others. Um, but we want you to, to download that app and make sure that it's one of your primary ways of getting alerted in case we have either flooding or severe thunderstorms with straight line winds, or in the worst case scenario, sometimes uh, this area does see tornadoes occasionally, like we saw around the Southern Park Mall uh, Labor Day weekend last year. <laughs> uh, kind of an unusual time of the year, but it did happen, and it will happen again in our area, and, and, and the Storm Tracker 21 app is one of the best ways to get notified. Yeah, all right. Thank you so much, Eric, for joining us on this 21 News podcast. It's pretty simple for me, too, on social media. Just look up Andrew WFMJ on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for joining us on another edition of the 21 News Podcast. You can listen on anywhere you find podcasts. Make, make sure to download that 21 News app and, of course, the Storm Tracker 21 app, as Eric mentioned, for all the latest weather info as it's happening.